Hello, hello. Welcome back to Black Hipster, continuing our live coverage um, in the quarantine during this pandemic. Hello, darling. Hello, I'm here. Oh, you're here. Yes, just in time. Should we, I <laughs> just did, in time for the show. <laughs> yes, just, just, just in time for the show. You know what? It's been a while. I think our listeners, I think we should give them our intro. <laughs> well, I mean, we should we should give them the intro every time. No, no, we always give them the intro. We should give them the intro together. We have not oh, given them the intro. You doing it. Yes, right. last week. Yes, yes. Ooh, All right. Me, I'm, I'm a little belchy. I'm drinking a whole garden, and ooh, it is. Oh, it's giving me a little gas up there. Okay. Oh, All right. God. All right. Okay. That's all cleared up. Hello, okay. world. I'm Joe Evans. <laughs> and I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, Black Hipster. Hipster. <laughs> no. <laughs> we could not re record. <laughs> I thought that was good. No, no, no. I said this is Black Hipster. And you know what the funny thing is? Um, I wrote it down. So that I have it just in case, you know, I wrote it down. No, it was Black Hipster. I was just waiting for us to say it at the same time. Oh, that's amazing. That, that, <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I'm always like, yeah, I, I feel like if I rush, you know, we want to be in unison. Unison. Yeah. Listen, no one's shows are like normal right now. Like Trevor Noah wears that same um, kind of like... I don't know. It's just, it's a very not bright color. I don't, what's the word that I'm looking for? Because I don't want to say it's like dank or dark. Because it's not drab. Oh. Drab. That's the perfect word. He's wearing that drab hoodie every week, and you can tell that like he needs a team to come in and help him with his facial hair. And oh, um, I want to get him some curl products because his curls are growing out, but they're cute. Um, <laughs> you know, every 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 day on the Daily Show or the Daily Social Distancing Show with Trevor Noah and John Oliver, he's just got that like plain like what's it like bluish grayish background or whatever. Oh and, God! And there's no, there's no. They don't even have a laugh track, so like oh, you know, you all... get in the jokes and you know that they're funny because you're intelligent, and you're watching it, but it really <laughs> is not the same without the audience laughing. It's really different. So that's you know, interesting. That's just no normal. That's the that's that's COVID nineteen uh, late night TV. You know. Well, it makes me think of, because I'm pretty sure yet yeah, we're not, you know, a lot of people aren't a fan. That's well, a lot of people, actually, this is America. But some of us are not a fan of, like, you know, the shows with um, laugh tracks. So it's just like, well, is is his show... No, it should be. Yeah, but, you know, those <laughs> people say, what's the difference? I, I guess you're, you're thinking when you're watching, like, a live showing without an, with an audience, it's still just spontaneous. They're laughing because it's funny. No you know way. I mean? People tell them to laugh. I've been to tapings of things. They'll tell you when I hold up a, you know, my hand like this, that means laugh. They'll even tell you when to simmer down your laugh. They'll oh, tell God. Ah, oh, oh. Like, they tell you. <laughs> I thought they those. told you. I know they told you with the applaud, but I didn't know they told you. know, I believe it. I be no, they'll pre-record that shit. Like, the, before they start the show, they'll, t they'll come in, like, 
20, 30 minutes before, and they'll be like, all right, guys, give me a huge laugh. Like, the you just heard the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And they pre-record that for the show, and they'll be like, give me a gasp. Like, <gasps> like you can't believe that just happened, and you do it. Because they know what's going to be, what's going to happen in the show, what's going to be said. So they pre-record you doing it, and you did it in, quote, unquote, real time. And then they, they just add it to the show after the fact. Oh, shut they, up. But hold on. But what about post- live shows? You know, that makes sense. I never thought about that. What about in live shows though? You know, like like a like a no, Trevor Noah's and not that's live. When they like cue a Jimmy. You. That's when they that's when they prompt you and they cue you. Listen, they have people standing there waving their hands like, you know, stand up or laugh louder. And they definitely do. Like oh, none wow. of it is just Girl, you are just unless you're at like a Dave Chappelle show, it's not Yes. You are <laughs> using this quarantine to just lift the veil on things, huh? What else you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see uh, Halle Berry on um, Jimmy Fallon? No, I haven't been and watching it either. What happened? But it was funny because it was like, is he sitting in like under the staircase in his house? And then his <laughs> daughter just comes in and then she sits on his lap. Oh, and no. And they try to incorporate her. And as soon as they try to incorporate her, she leaves. Oh, and yeah. And she comes back again. Like, yep. like <laughs> <laughs> But then it's good. And I think maybe a lot of uh, celebrities or hosts or whatever, they're probably feeling like they can be a little bit more, what is it, real in a sense, quote unquote, real, because, you know, they're filming these things themselves. And it's just like, let's just do this. You know, I'm a parent. People who watch your show are parents. You know, they have kids. Your kids just come in and interrupt you when you're on Zoom, Skype calls. I mean, because they have to, I think, because, yeah, that's what happens. The kids just do that. And there's no, you can't really prevent it. But I always wonder, like, what if, because some people have, I mean, some people have offices and things in their, um, in their homes. So it's just kind of like if you are on, like, if you're working at home and then you have children, then it's just like, well, listen, mommy or daddy can't speak to you right now because they are working. So one of the parents has to keep them out of that area while you're doing whatever it is you're doing, you know? But I guess they feel like it's a tell, you know, it's a little bit more loose because people are working at home. I feel like it makes them a bit more approachable. But I feel like kids don't (laughs) care about that stuff. Like we've seen it, like where the kids just come in on the middle of a newscast, and it's like, oh, definitely that that didn't work, did it? Mom didn't really keep the kids at bay, did she? No, no, that's true. That's true. I feel like some people, it's, it's they don't care, and some people is becoming it's more much more natural. I'm I'm always not always a cynic. I'm being a little cynical and saying that some people are just like let's let it be. It'll make you. It'll make you more appealing, you know, oh, to your audience. It's not. It's not because kids are unpredictable. That's the kids are the last ones you want like in the middle of your shot because you don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, slap you! Are, I guess if you had bad right, kids, it's like, oh god, yeah, like hating you, pulling your hair. You're like, okay, now you're trying to talk to like the leader of the free world, and your kid is like, oh, speaking of, I'm sorry, what? I I know this is a crazy pivot. What? Kim Jong Un. Yes. Are we gonna talk about that? Well, he is uh, officially. Is he still alive? I haven't read the news Listen, today. Listen, it's. They are just saying so many different things. Let me see if I can pull something up from today because I think even as of yesterday, it was like South Korea was saying that he was alive and well. <laughs> and we were oh, like, God. wait, what? Like, yeah, then they're saying he's in like hiding from coronavirus. Uh, now he's alive. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, like they're like, oh, he's alive and well. And we're like, 
he just had like a major heart surgery. So you could yeah. say he's alive, but not well. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You can be like, he's, be he's resting. About it. Exactly. Yeah. They're just like, it because it did, there apparently was a fake, I'm just looking at this now. There was a fake photo of him um, lying in a coffin. So people are also uh-uh. a little, yeah, it, it's a little, it's a little insane. It, it, it makes me think of all those like stories that I used to read about how like if the king dies, you can't let it get out because then everyone will right. go crazy and your enemies will feel like you're weak. And, and then, you know, and, and I'm like, right. well, people do die. And, like you put it in place while that person is alive. So-and-so is going to take over in case I die. So it's, it's interesting that there, um, that there's so much confusion. Yeah. Yeah. That. There's still, um, it's still all over the place. You know, it's oddly enough, I'm like, whatever TMZ says is going to turn out to be whatever's true. TMZ, they oh, I love somebody that. in North Korea. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> how does the TMZ? Because they got somebody in the North Korean government ready to send them the scoop. They're going to oh have the God. photos and everything. That is really funny. Oh, there's some static on my end. Hopefully it's not that bad. I, I hear, actually do you, don't hear any static. So. I hear it in my in my in my head. It might be my head. It's just in your head. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things going on in my head. <laughs> no, but oh. how one um, one thing, darling, is your birthday is coming up. My birthday is on Saturday. On Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. I'm like this. Well, do you ever remember a time <laughs> when you did not look forward to your birthday? I'm pretty no, sure there. No? Ne- never. Never. Oh, never. That's never. good. That's my good. It has always been a national freaking holiday in my mind. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's also my brother's birthday too. So, and, oh, and that's my right. cousin, my uh-huh. cousin, bless, uh, bless her soul. Mm-hmm. Um, she died like two days after our birthday, um, two years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Jeez. Yeah, that was rough. But um, so now it's just me and my brother. Mm-hmm. But still, it's a birthday nonetheless. It's a birthday nonetheless. That is true. You are mm-hmm. going to be one year older. And um, hopefully, me. well, I mean, if you weren't, then you'd be dead. And I don't think we want that oh, to happen. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you didn't discover some potion that you just don't age anymore, you know. Well, I, I mean, I don't think I would like that. Um, <laughs> I'm okay aging as long as it's not showing up on my face. I'm okay. I wish that we could, like, it would be interesting if you aged the, the way we do in reverse. Like, you started off all decrepit, and then you just got stronger, and you woke up one day. And you Benjamin like, Button. Yeah, yeah. But then, how, <coughs> he, oh, yeah, yeah, he just disappears. Yeah, if you just disappear, like, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be painful. You just go back to being, like, a baby. Or well, you, he went back to, yeah, he was like a baby. Yeah, and but then they don't tell, say, do they explain how he dies? Does he just vent? Did someone, does he just vanish? Because we don't know how, who had him or what, if, what who were his parents. If I'm being honest, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember Taraji P. Henson was like his caretaker. Yeah. Because the mother didn't want him because he looked crazy. Yeah. Because he was like an old man in the face. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I remember her wow. finding him, but I don't remember anything else mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, and then I remember Kate Blanchett. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. 
<laughs> oh, he has Free a daughter though. Young and pretty. He dated Kate Blanchett. That was, I yeah, that. I think he has a a, a daughter in the film, right? He has a daughter in the film. I, I think so. I don't know. Uh, child, we got to go back and watch Benjamin Button. Jeez. Did we? I thought it was interesting. I don't remember no, when I probably, saw the I'm movie. I'm not gonna go back and watch it. No, there's yeah. plenty of TV that I need to catch up on. So. What do you need to catch up? I just started watching um, the latest episode of Insecure. I'm I'm like three minutes left on it, but I have to rewatch mm -hmm. it. Um, when Josh is like, Josh will play D&D, &D, Dungeons and Dragons and all of that. So when he's playing Dungeons and Dragons or he's talking to his friend, I can't hear anything on the television. So it's hard because, you know, he's talking and through the headsets. So I got bits and pieces. I just wanted to pull out what I needed because I really wanted to see the episode, but I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Oh, it was good. It was interesting. Uh, I only asked you guys on Sunday if you watched it because they ended the show with Maya's Case of the X. And oh, yeah. Al had like a, a, a full on karaoke session. Oh, okay. In his house. <laughs> he was he was he was he was going word for word with me on that song. <laughs> like he was he was in there dancing. Like, oh he wow. Was, he was going on them high notes, like oh, that was apparently his jam. Please tell me uh, there is a recording of this. And I can see that being Al's jam. There I can see no, that being Al's jam. There's no recording. I really wish I had whipped out a phone or, or something. Some sort. I, wonder, I wonder how Jasmine felt about that song. Does she love it as well? Probably. I mean, the song was cool back in the but it's just like, so well, oh, you still rock with that real hot. It came on the if other day and Al's I was like. If jam, then Jasmine probably loves that song <laughs> Because they have the same taste, sometimes horrible, yeah. in music. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. That's how oh, it is. What? Did you watch? Um, so there's. It's interesting. There um there are a lot of shows with drag queens and right now. Yeah, happening. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that new one on um T TLC. Yeah, TLC, the Dragnificent with who's in it? it one and, of the Georgie. Um, Thorgy Thor, um, Juju, Juju B. Oh yeah, Juju. Um, Alexis. I think. Oh yeah, that girl. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, and and what's the face? Um, I know the other one. The oh, BB. Winner, the winner BB. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it's interesting because then there's also this other show on now HBO. On HBO with Bob. Yes, yes. But then they now had right after um Drag Race on Friday. There was this new, there's a new drag show. It's like the celebrity. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so I, I didn't watch him. Not gonna lie. Um, I recorded. So Drag Race recorded. That recorded on Sunday. I watched Drag Race, and then I started to watch the beginning. I just wanted to know who the celebrities were, and then uh, once I found out who they was, I was like, ah, I'm not gonna watch. Yeah, because then you're, you're like, you don't really know. Josh was like, who are these people? And I I'm knew, like. I knew, um, Nico. of course, the yeah, yes, the guy from Younger, yeah, and the comedian, like he's familiar. Yes, he's familiar. Like, yeah, I don't know him, know him like all his work or whatever, but he's yeah, he's teeny tiny, by the way. Yeah, I don't watch Riverdale, so I didn't know the other. Yeah, guy. I didn't know the other boy. Cool. I, I figured it was probably gonna be the prettiest of them all. Oh, but you know, they, you know, they have. I like. I mean, how the episode works, I obviously <laughs> figured out is they have different queens return and then make them over. They right. have a person. Yeah, I figured it's so it's depending like drag on, you. Yeah, like it's drag just you with men. Which yeah. drag you was great. I, I, why did they take that off? I guess the ratings weren't that good. Yeah, I don't right. think the ratings. Didn't it come were that on good. like in the middle of the day or something? <laughs> I don't know. Might I don't have did know. it. 
I thought yeah. Drag You was fun and I liked it. That's kind of what Dragnificent is kind of trying to sort of be. Uh huh. Dra- Dragnificent is like Drag You meets What Not to Wear. Oh, yeah, because um, it, it, it makes I sense. I love it. See, I, oh, so um, you watched it? I did. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched I watched some of the, the latest episode. It just was on. I think Al was watching like 90 Day Fiance or something. And then it came on. So I, I, I watched it and I was like, eh. Uh. It's, it's just different, I think. Um, watching drag queens compete is one thing. You know yeah. what I mean? They bring all of their drag-tastic like talents, looks, looks, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Versus like they're making over real women. Yeah. It's just very different. It's very different. I think in concept it's great, but I don't think as a show it's all that interesting. Yeah, I agree. We don't need to watch it from the sidelines. I think they should just do it. But we shouldn't watch it as a show. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's great because some of those women, like these are women who need it. They need that 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 confidence and that you know that help, kind of realizing their hotness or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't need to watch this. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not. I'll probably give it a go, but I didn't because even I, I'm not sure if I like it. Even the, and I'm gonna watch the one on HBO with Bob. But even this new celeb <clears throat> drag queen, it's celeb yeah. drag race. It's not it's the same. And then it's it's like okay it's fun but it's just like well they you guys also do that during one season of Drag Race and that's enough for me right, it's just right. like so I don't need it to be a whole episode and then they and then you should see they the whole format is basically the same they have after they perform and stuff they have them go backstage it's like a mini untuck that they have mm. between and I'm like what I'm like we just met these people we don't care about anything that they have to say really. Right, I think it's who the celebrity is because if it's a big personality, yeah, you're gonna want to watch it because you're like, oh, the performance is gonna be good or it's gonna mm-hmm. be silly or stupid or whatever. You want to see it. Like if it's like Brad Pitt and Will Smith, <laughs> like, oh yeah, then we watch that. Then you'd be like, oh, I gotta see this. Yeah, uh, but if it's just people that you're not familiar with, and it's not to say that they're not big enough celebrities it's just it might be yeah it's like oh if you don't watch young girl you don't watch riverdale you don't know who they are then you're like man yeah one of <laughs> yeah, i don't care to see them perform one of the things that was interesting you'll see it was that the because i remember josh was like i don't know who this nico guy is and i remember when we when i was like i think this nico uh, I was like, do you think this Nico guy's like bisexual? Like he says he's bisexual. Or I told you, like, you girl. Jump. Yeah, you told you were like, no, something <laughs> is funny. That guy, he's gay. I or didn't something. say it was. It was something was funny. You I just something. said he's gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, like I think gay. that guy is gay. Yes, yes. And this is just from him acting, like just from him being this on the show. Just character on just his car- yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you were just I like. I was like, something. no, I think in real life that guy is gay. Yes. And yeah. I said this about somebody else who we we will not say it, but I know I'm right. Oh, I've heard this about this. quite a few people. And I'm, I'm sure. Now I want to know: are the is this, are these people famous? <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about like actors and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm like, why would you not say gonna it? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it on the podcast because we don't do that. Okay, we can, we can speak about Nico because he put it out there for the world. Yeah, I'm talking he, about people who did not, and yeah. I know what I know, and it's not because of anything that they've done. Uh huh. It's it's just. I told you, I've always told you, it's just, it's a feeling that I get that yeah. just my instinct says, no, this is what it is. And it's not a negative thing. It's no, no, it's not it a is. negative thing. Yeah. At all. I'm like, I don't care. No, no, no. I, I but know if don't. that's not 
your business that you want to put out there, then I don't mind my business. That's true. And then just so we, because uh, you know, people, you know, people, we have to be PC and all of that, or just even just speaking correctly and giving people their correct titles. Mm-hmm. Nico only he doesn't use a pronoun, so he's non-binary now. You know, he's married to someone who mm-hmm. I think was born biologically a woman. I'm not sure how they identify, but Nico does not identify with those regular pronouns. Like he, so she, what does Nico identify? I, I think just um they and the, and um, them. them, yeah, them. And mm-hmm. so that was one thing that they talked about on the show. But he's it's interesting, I think, to see him because I, I mean, obviously, I don't know this man. I have to mm-hmm. just preface that just in case people think I do. But um, oh, he does no. it. He does, you know, I think it's interesting. It remind how he was on the show reminded how they were on the show. Nico, I'll just say Nico. Nico mm-hmm. was on the show reminded me a lot of gay people who just come out. You know, it's kind of like they go through this transition of like when they first come out, they're like ultra feminine or they're sprinkling, they're they're very like, they gesture a lot, it's very effeminate. And then they go through this age where they're much more traditionally like masculine until they find where they are. And it Mm -hmm. seems like Nico is on this journey of trying to find sort of where that footing is, where that place is. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine. We we have like friends that we've seen yes. evolve over time yeah. where we're just like, oh my God, you're so much like, uh, you're a better person now. Like yes. you used to be like mean or catty or just evil and shady. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've noticed the more you've become okay with your sexuality and who you are and the fact mm-hmm. that you are a homosexual, that you've become so much better. And, yeah. Um, more pleasant to be around, I think, for everyone. That's true. Yeah. Because it's like this, people, it's just like, even if like I was cool with them and I didn't have an issue, we were friends, I would still notice the way they'd be around other gay men. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was just like, you're probably just uncomfortable because that person is so comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. you just don't want, you feel inadequate or you feel some kind of way because you're still struggling to figure out who the hell you are, what you, you want to do. Or whatever, and mm-hmm. you're 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 projecting. Yeah, and you're taking it out on them, and the more and more they figured it out and became more comfortable, the less they were angry towards people who would come to the party and be like, "Hey y'all." Hey, hey y'all. Uh, like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So, true. so I mean, I get it. Yeah, I don't get it, get it, because I have not lived that, but I I understand how that could be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I can get it. I can understand. I can get it just a little bit because, you know, I was always kind of, I think, you know, I hide myself a little bit, but I couldn't change that I was a feminine. It was harder for me to change that I, I was a feminine. And I don't think I was in that environment where I felt like I needed to so much. I need to tone down some things. And that <laughs> is sort of how I, not that I needed to, but I felt the pressure to tone down some things, of course. Right. I think most gay people do. But I think it is, then there's this other this other group of people who feel like, even like now it's 2020 or whatever and you're thinking you don't live on your own you have your own job or it, you're still not you're still trying to find who you are you know and you can still see that and you're like they still harbor like just negative feelings about being gay or being you know i think it's just a struggle for them much more of a struggle but that's like that has nothing to do with it's like oh it's 2020 like things have yeah that comes true. from it's being instilled in you from such a young age exactly yeah that it's gonna take a lot of personal work and growth mm-hmm. yeah to combat that or to just kind of figure out what you want and and to do what you want there are people who I mean probably to the day that they die 
still do what their family expects of them versus what they actually want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 I mean, I feel bad for those people because I can understand that. Especially yeah. growing up like how I did, my family's super religious. Mm-hmm. But, you know, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're lucky, yeah. you figure shit out on your own and exactly. you're just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're about to go this way. I see y'all are all going that way. That's fine. It's cool if that's what y'all want to do. Yeah. No judgment. But I'm about to go and do this. And you just have to be okay with some people calling your names and talking shit about you and oh gosh, dragging yeah. your name through the mud. But those be the same people that be calling you up to be to live vicariously through you, asking you mad <laughs> questions about what you be doing and how you spending your days. I wish they could. So Yeah. You know. Yeah, so it's it it is yeah, because it's like you could have a conversation with someone who who was gay and who felt like they couldn't they had a problem like coming out to their family, you know, maybe they're in their thirties and it's just like, I can't do it. I have to go along with pleasing them. And it, it, uh, you know, it's just like with your journey journey is just similar in the sense of you're also like, Hey, I'm not trying to please my family. I got to live my authentic self. It's right. interesting how, yeah, but I don't think it's, it's funny, but I wonder where that comes from because I, I always think, and maybe I, obviously I could be people, human beings are different, but I think at a certain age, I feel like it become to me, it becomes very clear that you're making this decision on your own. You know, then it becomes an issue of, I don't think it's really about the people. Then it becomes about you and what you hold value. You know what I'm saying? When you're like in your thirties or whatever, then I think it's like, it's like, well, I can't come out to my family. It's just like, no, there's something with you and you, how you feel about identifying as this, with this group of people. That's why I think sometimes it comes down to when you're of a certain age. I've met a lot of people who are our age and how they talk and it's like, even if you see your family, even if you share with your family, it's just like you do, you're very much independent in your life. It seems like you don't want to be gay. You don't want to be, you don't want to subscribe to what this group of people, what you feel they represent because it's so ingrained in you, all the negativity um, that you feel they represent, all the taboo and the stigma. That's all you see about that group of people. And you're like, I can't ever be a part of this. This is not me. This is not who I am. Well, are these people living their lives like they are gay, but then just not out to their families or yeah. they're just not out at all? Yeah, I think I think I've seen that. I think they are not out to their family or it's like, well, it's un, it's unspoken. They don't talk about it. You know, it's something that. But they're living their lives like. I think they live their lives and they live their lives like that in some circles. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe with certain groups of people, like certain friends, you know, they can go out with and they can do that and they can talk about it and they can live a little bit more openly. But amongst family and like friends who are like family, they don't do that. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, I get that. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I get it. But then I think for them and this and not for everyone, but I think for some of those people, and I'm just particularly just talking about the gay, gay people, that it I also sometimes think I also feel like it's something with them. Like they also like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a part of the gay community. I think if they could change it, then they would. They don't like the fact that they gay. There's some, they don't, they haven't embraced that part of them. They still want to resist it. I think they wish they were not gay. Oh yeah. I've had friends that have said that before just because they're like, it just comes with too much difficulty. And they've said like, "I, I hope to God if I have kids, my kids are not gay because I don't want them to have to deal with it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I have gay friends that have said that. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, could, I mean, I guess to each is own. To each is own. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how to feel about that because I think it's different because I'm not gay. Uh-huh. Because if a black person said that to me about being black, I'd be like, you're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know what I mean? There's yeah. plenty of difficulty that comes with being black, but I mm-hmm. would never denounce it. I would never be like, oh, yeah, I want to have, you know, babies with a white man because I want my kids to look as not black as possible. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't want them to deal with the difficulty. Like, it just, and that would never cross my mind. And if a black person said that to me, I think I would. No, I don't want to say hate because that's, that's, that's harsh, but yeah. it'd be close to hate. <laughs> I'd be close to hating them because I'd be like, you know what? Something's wrong with you, and yeah. you hate me. You hate me as a black person, <laughs> and you hate yourself. Yes, um, yes. So I don't, you know, is that the same thing if a gay person feels that way? But I don't know what my place is and how I feel about that, or if I have a right to, or and maybe is that I'm not invested enough to care because I'm not gay, so I don't feel that sort of sting from somebody saying that. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't feel rejected at all okay. by someone saying that because I'm not gay. I, yeah, but I, I wonder. That fight. I I wonder what you, what you're saying uh, because I'm because you know I'm black and I'm gay and I feel right. like okay for me it it would hurt. It, I'm not. It would bother me more if someone said that about them being black than gay. For me, definitely, because I think I'm black first, so it would definitely hurt. It would be like wow, like. Something wrong with you, you know. I would feel a way about that person. Whereas, if someone said that they were gay, I wouldn't necessarily um, wouldn't necessarily care as much. Not no, I wouldn't say care as much. I think they need to check that, but I wouldn't feel wouldn't feel offended. Right, that's what I'm asking. Like, is that the same? Would that be comparable if someone was if someone saying, "Oh, I hope to God my kids are not gay because I just don't want them to deal with that," and they themselves are gay, so they understand what that comes with. <laughs> Um, is that comparable to a black person being like, yeah, I want to try to have, you know, kids with a white person so my kids can try to come out as light as possible because I understand the difficulties of being black as a black person. I don't want my kids to have that. Now, I think that's very different. I don't, I don't know. Well, no. I don't even think it's a question that needs to be posed. No, well, no, no. Well, you know, the funny thing is, yeah, I agree with you. I think that it's, it's different. I think for me, I feel like I'm much more the, the black thing, the, the race thing is heavier. Than the than the gen, than the sexual orientation, but then I think that's probably just me. That's my experience of I haven't. I think it's me. I think I would have to speak to someone because I'm pretty sure some other people would feel being gay is just as much tied to their identity as their race. Do you think it could depend on where you grow up and your circumstances? Like, what if you grew up in an all black neighborhood and you know what I'm saying? Or like, not an all black neighborhood. yeah, like most of the people, all black town or something. But you mm-hmm. being gay was the thing that was just like, fuck this, you know, this faggot, you know, that would be the issue. That would be more something I think that you would have an issue with. But I don't know. Well, just, I don't know. I don't know. Even right. if you grow up in all black town, you're still black in America. Yeah, like, I don't know. That doesn't go away. And, as, and the second you leave Bed-Stuy um, in the 80s, like, you're a black person in America. And, and growing up in that all black town, you still see how your blackness affects how you're treated, the kind of funding your town gets, and just different stuff like that. So, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I have my opinion about it, but again, like, I'm not a homosexual, so. <laughs> but also, I can say just one more thing about that is that, I mean, because I know that growing up, 
it always seemed like, you know, I would just say this for me growing up as a black man, and most mainly because most of my family and friends were always black. I think I've said this. All the, the shit that I would get would be from my people about being oh, gay. Of course. So, that's yeah. who you were around. Yeah, that's who I was around. So then when I when I was went into spaces where they were where they were white people, um, they didn't seem to have much care about me being gay. You know because what I'm saying? They it, were more concerned about you being black. <laughs> <laughs> because they took issue with something else about you. Well, I mean, and that yeah. trumped the gay. Yeah, the, so the gay in you was harmless, but the black in you, uh-uh. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that we can laugh about it. But you know what? In the age of COVID-19, we have you better to. be able to laugh about everything else because we have to. Child, yes. we ain't been outside in fifty-five days. Well, did you did you go? Hold up, is it really? Has it really been fifty-five days? I think it's like fifty-six or yes. something at this point. That New York, at least, has been under um, stay-at-home or quarantine, whatever it's officially called. How do you feel about all the, I think we probably, we talked about this a little bit last week, you know, cause you know, there's more protests and now the protests were not, oh, and the protests were upstate fucking New York, which was, you know, in Albany. And did you, did you see? Now, didn't some lady in Illinois who, who started the protest end up getting the freaking Shut up. Shut up. No, and I that's not just deserves, I, I don't know what is. No. Why are you protesting? No one's doing anything to you. Well, They're telling you to stay home for your own silly safety. Well, if that, you want to go out and contract the Rona, then by all means, you go do that. But I am going to stay home. I don't care if they open up the nail salons, Georgia. I don't care if they open up the hair salons in Texas. I'm staying my ass at home. Well, that's the thing, though. That's the thing. These people want to go out, but they want to resume their normal lives because nothing's open. So my Nothing's thing, open. Want, so what's their, the point? No, well, that's what they want. They want to resume. They feel like the government is, 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 is a conspiracy. The government is making all of this up. They want to go back to the resuming their normal lives. They want to go back to school. They want to have their proms. They want to go to the barbershop, shop, the nail salon, go out to eat. They want to do those things. And I know that there's a large majority of these people also who are suffering, you know, financially. And they're just like, no one I know has it. And I need to go out and I need to do something. It's just funny to me that they're ignoring the thousands of people who have died. And I'm just like, that to me- uh, that's Hundreds of thousands across hundreds of thousands the world. I'm like, how, well, not to say that all of your concerns are not valid. I have to say all, and I not can say that some of, you know, but it's, I just don't understand the fact that some of these people, and this is what the news will highlight. The news will highlight that they're saying it's a conspiracy, that it's fake, it's not real. They don't believe in our science. But I'm like, are we not? Do you think we just do the mass graves that they're digging up? Like, is that all fake for show? You know, is that always just confuses me that they don't seem to care? And some celebrity, I think it was Ellen Pompeo from Grey's Anatomy, and she was like, if these people have the, the audacity to be out there in the streets, and if they get sick, then they should just go home and try to take care of themselves, not go to the hospital and ask for help from these right, uh, right, who are putting them, their lives at risk trying to take care of the people who are sick. They was like, they should have no problem with going their asses back home. And I'm like, yeah. Right, until, they, until they are, are short of breath. And mm -hmm. then they, they want to go to the ER. And yeah. it's like, oh, got the Rona, do you? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, got the Rona, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, how'd you get it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you were at a pool party. 
it's just it's ridiculous honestly it's it's like what you said it's like they it's people that they know haven't been affected like no one close to them has died no one close to them yeah has gotten severely ill so it feels so far away to them yeah but the fact that you can hear 800 people died in a 24-hour period and not think oh yeah this is pretty serious is nuts to me yeah and then even some of them I've heard that people are like, listen, this is like the flu. People die. People die every year. And I'm like, okay. okay. It is just, it, it, and some people are on that. Seriously, some people are on that tip of they're like, this is in a way a natural selection. And this is just something that's going to just take its move, weave its way through our population. And some of us are not going to survive. And it, Oh, it, a.k.a the black and brown folk yeah. let's be honest like that's who's dying at the, 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 yeah. the highest numbers mm-hmm. and when you start saying things like natural selection and is weeding out the population oh yeah okay yeah. now you i'm trying to think you race baiting me don't, <laughs> don't try it like yes. don't like, try oh. it Oh, he's crazy. And that's how that's how he's like, he races. He's crazy. Yeah, because that's what oh, it means. Right. He races, he's crazy. Like, oh my, and they're out there with these guns and oh my gosh. I'm like, the why thing, do you have the guns? Why one why of do you, the things that pisses me off the most, and we were talking about this on the text message thread the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, we're reading all these stories about how you know black people um are dying at the highest rates from this. And it's everything that I'm reading and everything that I'm watching and hearing. They never touch on the fact that black people will go to the doctor or go to the hospital and, and say a host of things are, is wrong with them and they will be sent home mm-hmm. or they will not be treated. And it's wild. Like I've been in that position. Yeah. I've had coworkers who are in that position. And this is way before uh, COVID. This is, you know, black women dying in childbirth still yeah, yeah. in the mm-hmm. 21st century at astronomically higher rates than any of their non-black counterparts. Mm -hmm. Um, Just not being treated the same. I had a coworker, we had the same fibroid surgery days apart. And we found out through another coworker. My my director was like, I think so-and-so had the same surgery you did the same week. So I reached out to her and she was like, oh my God, did you have this, this, and this? And I was like, yeah. Did you have all these problems? And she was like, did I? So we started talking about it. And it's wild how we had this same thing happening and didn't know. And she was like, I was suffering with this for two years because the doctors just would not listen to me. Every time I kept telling them, like, this is wrong and this is happening. It took for her to pass out at work and have to be and like have to go to the 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 the, the like hospital or like the ER or whatever mm-hmm. for them to finally be like, Oh, okay, this is really bad. We're gonna have to do surgery or we're gonna do this or we're gonna do that. I kept pushing. I kept insisting. So yeah. when the doctors, when I first went, the doctor was like, oh, let's do this and then let's monitor it for like three months. Nope. The next month, I was like, this is still wrong. Let's fix this. I'm yeah. not waiting three months. In three months' time, everything is falling out the bottom. What are we waiting yeah. for? I'm telling yeah. you. I'm, and it's not, I'm like, listen, this is, this is my, my menstrual cycle and this is issues with my reproductive system. I am 36 years old. I'm not 13. It's not like I just started getting my periods. So this is new to me. 
So it's like, oh, well, maybe you're just not used to this, or maybe your body's trying. It's like, bitch, I've been doing this for 20 some odd years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's never been like this. So I know that this is bad. Like, this mm -hmm. has changed dramatically and it's affecting my life. So, mm -hmm. no, let's fix it immediately. Let's not wait. But that happens so often with black people when they go to the hospital. And, and black people already don't trust doctors. And part of it oh, is yeah. because of this and also the history of like fucked up things that they've done to us experimentally in the name of oh, science, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's like we already don't trust doctors. Then we finally go to the doctor and then the doctor, you're like, oh, doctor, like, you know, I can't breathe and I'm having terrible cramps. And the doctor's like, oh, you know, you really got to lay off that sugar. And then it turns out you had colon cancer. Like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's absurd. Yeah, it really, really is. And it's, <clears throat> yeah, it, it that has been going on for a long time of, <clears throat> of people not being heard, as, particularly when they're people, black people, at the doctors right. and being turned right. away. Yeah, so I'm and, like, half of these people are probably dying because they're not even going to bother to go to the doctor because they're like, what's the doctor going to do? Give me some Tylenol, send me on my way, and then send me a bill for $3,000, I'll pass. Wow. <laughs> Let's not even talk about that. Yes, yeah, like... <laughs> with the health insurance and all that business, and then the other half went to the doctor. And the doctor told them, "Oh, well, you're not like severe, severe, so you know, good luck." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I whole. I mean, we. That's a whole nother conversation. You know, our healthcare system, and, <laughs> uh, and you know, and my thing is, it, it, you know, it's funny if it affects if everyone is saying it's bad. You know, it's gonna help. It's gonna affect. Poor people, brown people, black people, much, much worse than it is. And it's just like all down the line. If we say that like black women experience things, and you know, I, I don't want to say at the bottom, but you know, lower, the, you know, all these other people above them, then they definitely get the shaft on that end. It's like if anything else, that, that's across the board in well, any it's the area. It's like when the world gets a cold, the black community gets pneumonia or something like that. Oh, yeah. You said that. I'd never heard that before. Yeah. Wow. They make sense. Oh, child. Sense, but... Mm. but don't but, even get me started. <laughs> don't even don't, get me started. Don't get me going. Yeah, after you said your piece, don't even get me started. I know. It's like, <laughs> are, are you you not even started? Jeez. Like, I thought she was finished. Girl. <laughs> now, I'm, Did done. You I'm want... done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> well, going back really quickly to um, Drag Race. So you're all caught up, right? I am. I so you saw who up. went home. How did you feel? I know you cried. Um, remind me. <laughs> <laughs> who went you home? I watched um, it on Sunday. <laughs> I think it was who went home. Last episode of Drag Race was. Um, oh, oh, it was. Yeah. Um, um, Widow. Jackie sent Widow. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, Widow is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, uh, I, I texted you a number of times about Widow and um, yeah. Britta. So I just, yeah. yeah oh, and it was Jan went home too, Jan. Oh, Jan. Oh, Jan. And oh, people, Jan. you know, Josh has been showing me a lot of the, you know, the fan comments on like Reddit mm -hmm. and I think some on Instagram. People love Jan and they feel like Jan she got robbed. Go and I'm like, I don't think so. It's like Jan was, yeah, just like we talked about, something's just a little off. It's like, you're bringing everything, but it's like, meh. 
See, that's what it's meant. Jan was that's also bringing like the the mood down, just like Widow. It was like, yeah, yes, Britta, Jan. It, okay, so Jan not as much. It was more Britta and Widow that were really bringing the mood down. Where it was yeah, just they like every weekend, every week, you're complaining about either what the challenge is or what you've been given, or you're just acting like, excuse me, oh, I'm so gassy. You're acting like someone's doing something <laughs> to you. And they're not. Sorry, I'm drinking this whole garden and it's just it's making me belch. And I'm like trying to <laughs> hold it and like invert the belch so that I don't belch on the air. Um, but it's not really working. But yeah, they would just bring the mood down. And then Jan, I just, out of all the other girls that were left, I think, yeah, I like Jan the least in terms of who else was going to stay. And I, oh I do feel God. like Widow probably should have gone home before Jan if we were going to yes. sum up the whole season. But I agree. Widow destroyed her in that lip sync. Jen she was did. doing a lot, but it was wasn't way too fit. much. But it yeah, wasn't, wasn't the right fit. fit. And then the yeah. funny thing yeah. was that was what the judges kept telling her all season. You're doing too much. Yeah. And none yeah. of it is making sense. Like mm-hmm. you're doing a lot, but it doesn't come together for what we want or what we're looking yeah. for. It didn't fit. It was like you doing yeah. a Shaka Khan. And you just like you doing like freaking backflips and stuff like that. Like this is like an old soul song. Yeah. Like, into yeah. it. Like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Yeah. Yeah. I just it's and it it was the same with um fireworks. Like it was perfect that uh Jackie had that outfit on because it just worked. And yeah. Jackie yeah. did such a good job. Like uh what's his face was crying. Yeah, Jeff <laughs> Jeff um Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum, right? Jeff Goldblum was crying. But and it was yeah. like widow widow just didn't have it. It was like it didn't she she couldn't really get to the heart of that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was time for her to go. Oh my god, it was time for her to go. Oh. So well, I am excited with who's left to see like who now rises to the top. And my uh-huh. girl Gigi better get it together because Oh yeah, Gigi. Yeah, yeah, she's Gigi, the she definitely got I didn't think her commercial was as bad as they thought it was. I didn't think she should have been at the at the bottom in that way. Um gotcha. but the some of the other girls' commercials were so funny. They they just did a much better job. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. What did you yeah. think? I, I watched um this makes me um this is gonna be a tangent into something else, but some people oh. were <laughs> upset with um they felt like Josh's Goldblum got I didn't think his comments were a little, um, what is it? A little insensitive and a little, they were like, you know, when he asked her that question, he asked her the questions about um, her being um, from Islam, her being Muslim. Let me look it up, actually. I think so. Let me look. She's Persian. She's Persian. Yeah, she's Persian. He asked uh, Iran, her. how she felt about being gay and Iranian and how the, the culture is not so nice to um, gays and women. What and was then wrong with that? Well, hold on, let me see. I'm looking at yeah, like, Well, people what was felt like, I didn't think comments. anything wrong. Okay. Where's the lie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Jackie's exactly. talked about it on the show, so it's not even like it's something that Jeff Goldblum brought up and it was like the first time we'd heard it. It was like, Jackie's talked about it on the show extensively. Yes, that, yes, exactly. They, like, oh, my family doesn't even know I do drag. I'm scared they're going to see the show and disown me because being gay and in the Muslim community or in, yeah, in Iranian culture is not acceptable. Like, and first of all, were we going to sit around and act like we don't know these things? Yeah. It, well, this is one, this is one article that I read. So people, 
against Jeff Goldblum. They're like, that statement by Jeff Goldblum that Islam is a re as a religion is anti-woman and anti-LGBT was so incredibly uneducated and dangerous and hurtful. And I, like, I agree with you. I thought that it was something that she had already been talking about. And then you're also saying, where is the, where is the lie? And, and when did he so, say it was anti-woman? He didn't. He didn't. He didn't his, say it was anti-woman. He didn't no, ever say that. He did not say oh, that. People really need to get out of their feelings. This, is, you, this is when COVID needs to end so people could go the fuck back outside <laughs> and find something to do. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Because we were talking about it, because then it's kind of like it verges. I do think that we are, as a culture, very PC, and I don't think it allows you for you to say certain things, you know, and, and question them and even point to them, because then it's like, well, then you're offending someone. And it's just like, like you said, it's just like, well, certain cultures are known for doing certain things. And someone had, I was reading something about. But it's, 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 but that's not even a, a, to me, that's absurd. Like, Ask someone from a Muslim country. They'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, homosexuality is illegal yeah. in my country. Yeah. Like, and what do you mean? Like, there's nothing, there was nothing un-PC even about what he's saying. He's acknowledging something that is very real and very happening. Yeah, like, and he didn't go to Iran, ask a bunch of gay people if they're going to be, like, um, uh, persecuted for being gay because it's not yeah. legal yeah. in the country. What? That's just silly. I yeah, I think so. I think it, it his, his, his um, quote, um, the quote was, is there something in that religion that is anti-homosexuality and anti-woman? Does that complicate the issue? I'm just raising it and thinking out loud and maybe being stupid, you know, because he's like, you came out here in this beautiful, um, uh, you know, uh, American um, flag. Was it a, what was the name of the, what was the name of the wardrobe? Uh, what is it called again? It's a, uh, a hijab. Uh, he dropped, yes, yes, yes. It was like, it's totally escaping me. And he's like, well, what is, you know, this also, you're saying something, you're making a statement. Is it complicated because of all, you know, these issues, which is something that we as viewers know she had talked about before. And, you know, people, gay people have flee, flown, like left the country because of this. And, it, it, you know, Josh and I, we started talking about different, you know, different religions and how, you know, it's just like, well, in one way, some people say, well, you can't tell people this is how they live is wrong. You know what I'm saying? I was watching that on Orthodox but and how the girl. But he didn't say that. But and that's no, 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 no. It's like, and he never even said that. And also, he posed the question, and yes, and there, there was the the opportunity for Jackie to say, "There's something in the the Muslim country that is anti um, homosexual, as in every fucking religion, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah, every, yeah. And, and Judaism is like, nah, with that. Like, come yeah, on yeah. now, it's like." In almost everybody's book, it's like, sorry, gays, you don't have no place here. And then yeah. he could have been like, nah, there's nothing anti-woman. Women just live differently than they live in America or whatever mm -hmm. it is that he thinks about that. You know what I mean? Like, come yeah. on now, we really got to relax. So <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, like, so he's not even allowed to pose a question, which yeah. he did very objectively because mm -hmm. he didn't say it with any judgment or any whatever. Yeah. It was I agree. sort of a... Yeah. There's kind of an understanding that I have, and I just want to know if this is correct or if I'm totally wrong here. Mm -hmm. That was how he kind of posed the question. Oh, but, but it's interesting because I've seen so much of that pushback from, like I was saying, I was watching the movie on Orthodox where, you know, the, the woman left her community um, for certain reasons. And those questions are coming up again, like on social media. And, you know, I've just heard those conversations about 
you know, women's role in certain religions and women's roles in certain cultures. And then how some people are just like, that's how they live. You know, that's, if they feel like that's, that they want to live like that because these are their choices, then that's fine. We can't, who am I to say that it's wrong? And then other people are like, you know what? If any culture is limiting you as a person and limiting what you can attain and what you can do, then I'm totally against that. You know, and it's just interesting how, it, I don't know, because then it, for, for, I'm always looking at it because I feel like live and let live, but is, it, it, is, it, is there something to be said of a culture or a background that limits a particular type of people because of patriarchy or because of sexism or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? What is it? I don't think that means that, that the whole thing is wrong or the whole thing is horrible because, you know, I grew up a Christian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's some value that I take from that and there's some things right. that I love from that. But I think it's important to just acknowledge things that are not, that are unfair or unjust and unequal, right? right? I mean, I agree, but that that's how I feel, so... You know, mm. I can sit there and debate that with like family members who feel the opposite. With family members who are like orthodox. Uh-huh. And look at me like I'm crazy because I live how I live and I'm like, oh well. <laughs> like <laughs> you do you. But 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 what's funny is on the flip side is, you know, they're judging how I live my life. I'm not judging how they live their lives. I feel yeah. sorry for them because I feel like there's so much that they're limited and they don't know, but they don't know uh-huh. that they don't know. But mm-hmm. I guess it's not hurting them since they don't know what they don't know. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm minding my business. You do the same. Yeah, so, yeah. It's yeah, and like, you're. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's interesting, and then it's it's funny too because you have a you have a unique perspective on certain things that I think most. Uh, it, well, no, I mean, because, you know, a, a lot of people don't have, you know what I'm saying? If you're coming from a background, because, I, I mean, Christian, I think, is one thing, and I think Christian can be, there are so many different angles, and, and, and it's more, you know, there's so many different uh, ways and alleyways where you can, I think, escape a lot easier, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, just, with Judaism, it's very, like, yeah, and it's Muslim, very black and white artists. in a lot yeah, of yeah. ways. Like that's yeah, just yeah. like you can do this, you cannot do this. Yeah, <laughs> um, if yeah, you if yeah. you are going to follow like the Torah, you're gonna follow the Talmud. So that's mm-hmm. just then you are you are basically saying you're gonna live a certain way, and yeah, that yeah, as a woman, that definitely. Um, it takes away um, a lot of liberties that you would have otherwise not following mm-hmm. <laughs> those laws. And sometimes, in a lot of ways, it does put you um, in a certain danger or at, yeah. the mercy, at the mercy of your father, your husband, or whoever the man is in your life that's supposed to, quote, unquote, rule over you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what do you do if that person's living foul? What do you do if that yeah. person's not a good person? If he start punching mm-hmm. you in the face? Or, you know what I mean? And a lot of women have had to deal with that. And a lot of women have been in communities where they said, my husband's beating my ass. And they're like, well, that's your husband. You got to figure it out. And if they decide they want to leave, they're, they're faced with all kinds of issues where it's like, oh, then they can't take their children or they're excommunicated from the entire community. Like, it gets oh, yeah. very messy. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want any parts of that. <laughs> yeah, it's 
that yeah, it's but it it also takes like you know because just going back to that orthodox and I we talked about this so I know your own story your story as well but you know she that was one of the things that she said when she got and she she was like I don't want to have well if she had a, got pregnant with a boy um, the the writer the, it was that unorthodox unorthodox show was based on a real life story so the woman who actually went through it she left the community she um, got pregnant and she was like I don't want to do this anymore so she was worried that they were going to take her son so she had to work with people so that she can keep her child with her and she left and apparently she has still has no contact with anyone in her family anymore and it's been like 14 years or something and yeah. uh like, like and what do you do when your family yeah. is so like no we gotta stick to the letter of this law that they they can't even look at you as like nah that's my sister like no that's my daughter I don't care what you're saying she did. I don't care that she left. Like, I want to have lunch with my sister. Like, no. It's, mm. to me, it's wild. But some people are just like religion over anything else. And I'm like, good luck with that. I hope that works. Yeah. I hope you, if you get sick or what have you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, kind of, it's wild. It's going to uh, cuddle you to the grave. So, you know. That is very wild. Damn, right. we gonna end it on this dark note? <laughs> well, no, no. I'm on the next <laughs> We ain't shit today. Like, <laughs> is, so it, is it not bad enough life. out there with Rona? Like, if we gotta end it on a super dark note. Well, anywho, if you still found some joy in listening <laughs> to this episode of Black Hipster, subscribe. Yes, subscribe. <laughs> everywhere yeah. you listen to your podcast. Also, rate us. We love high marks. What can I say? <laughs> um, <laughs> you can also email us at blackhipsterpodcast at, Black at gmail.com. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at oh, blackhipsterpodcast. Yeah. You can follow me at the Shawa Evans. Please no DMs. I do not check them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, then follow Stan. Are you getting DMs? I get DMs all the time. I, I, I oh. Well, you can follow me at Standard W. Yes. And send him DMs. He wants them. He wants them so good. I'm like, I don't get any DMs. No, he, <laughs> <laughs> he would say to me, stuff. your makeup is... Oh, like, <laughs> you look terrible. Yeah, you look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, people will DM the most random stuff. That's why I'm, I'm just like, please. They'd be like, yo, you want to collaborate with my brand? Please, no. Like, don't DM me. I am so good. Um, oh but in God. the meantime, it's still quarantine. The COVID is still out there. Do yes. not go protesting, guys. I beg of you. Stay home. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.